Welcome to EM Healing, which is hosted by myself, Mahatma Star Seed. And when you dive into our episodes, you are going to be inspired to grow, to shift, to reflect on your inner wealth. If you are looking to find a new way of living, you have found it. So enjoy this wonderful episode that we're tuning into right now. Hello, hello, peace and light, peace and light. You are tuning in to EM Healing's new episode. Today, I have a brand new co-host, as usual, always bringing to this stage a new figure to come and share with us what it is that we are healing about. Because this is what we're here for. We're here to heal and understand how we are bonding, at least in this season, how we are bonding with our healing and how we can expand that. So I have our co-host Stephanie Zamora here. I'm going to give her the stage for a moment so that she can share who she is and how she is showing up in the world today. So take it away, Stephanie. Hello, hello. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be here. And yes, I am Stephanie Zamora. I am a life and business coach, a brand strategist, an author and speaker. I host my own podcast, Tales from the Journey. And I always say that purpose is my purpose. So for as far back as I can remember, I was very intrigued by the idea of purpose, which purpose to me means who we're here to be and the work that we're here to do. And I have spent my life really trying to understand what purpose is. And my company is very much focused on helping people live their purpose. Everything from rising up and coming back after challenging chapters to uncovering your passions and purpose and starting a business to branding, marketing, copywriting, anything to help amplify your mission and message in the world. And I really love what I do. And I'm just so excited to be here and connect with you. Well, thank you so much for standing in 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 that spotlight. Uh, because you know, it's not always easy to be a teacher. Some people think that they can just stand into those roles. Uh and and we very quickly find out that all students do not adapt to all teaching. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so here true. we are, right, in this modern time of being um for for those around my community and who've been plugging in they've heard me mention these are the times of new earth i feel like this is the best staple to to help individuals understand what we're talking about when we uh talk about change and the awakening you know it's coming into these new times and uh, one of the things that we are seeing that the new earth is bringing forward for us is that we have to really start identifying what our purpose is. And for that to happen, we, we really want to put ourselves in front of uh, teachers that really want to be there and really have been doing the work and, and utilizing their own tools to show for others to see like, look, this is, this is how you want to do it. You know? So I'm excited to open up today's conversation 
And uh, I would love for you to just share a little bit about the, how did you get into the journey mapping? Yeah. So journey mapping is one of my like signature processes and programs and it everything in my in my own personal journey has been very organic. When I first started this business, I was primarily doing graphic design and branding and was struggling with my quarter life crisis. I was in my early 20s and I was feeling lost and and like design wasn't the reason that I was here and I I didn't understand who I was here to be and I was starting to dig into that so my business started off helping other people through their quarter life journey and as they started to find their passions and purpose they wanted to learn about building a business like I had so I started teaching them how to build businesses and in 2014 my business was really thriving at the time like I felt like I was truly living aligned with who I was and I was doing my work in the world I was running multiple programs and I was coaching people on finding their passions and running a design business still, but I was doing it with the kinds of clients that I wanted to work with, like people who were living their purpose. And my life as a whole was in a really good place. The only thing that wasn't aligned for me was my relationship. And so I ended up ending a two-year relationship with a a kind man that I love that wasn't right for me. And he started stalking me. And when I asked him to leave me alone, he ended up committing suicide. And so it just completely unraveled me and unraveled my life. Um, I had PTSD so bad that I would drive in circles around my apartment because in the time that it took me to lap the block, I would forget that I was going home like over and over again. And I would lose moments and I couldn't put my own life story in order. And that... PTSD led me into an abusive relationship with an addict. And at the the whole time all of this is happening, my business is dying a slow death because I can't remember who half my clients are, even if they've worked with me for years, let alone build websites. Like I had taught myself to code websites and I couldn't do it anymore. I I couldn't remember it. Mm. And my health started failing. I ended up having to file bankruptcy. Like everything just came undone. And when this was happening, I'm I'm a writer, like writing is like breathing for me. So I'm, I realize that I'm starting to write about my experiences and then I'm writing a book and I didn't know anything about writing a book. So a mentor actually introduced me to a book called The Writer's Journey, which uses Joseph Campbell's Hero's Journey framework to help you write for that book, specifically screenplays, but like every story that we see, whether it's a story that we're telling or we've lived through, or it's a movie or a book, like it follows this narrative pattern, this hero's journey. And in studying the hero's journey for writing and storytelling, I realized what a powerful tool it was to help us like create a map for ourselves and navigate these periods of confusion and disorientation and like everything coming undone and like figuring out who we are in the aftermath of it. And and how we actually choose to rise up and come back. Like it became this tool for me to figure out where I was and what I needed to do next. And so journey mapping is similar to the hero's journey, but it's different in the sense that it's about us navigating our own journeys and uncovering the purpose of the path that we walk. And it's not that I think personally, I know this is a long answer, but it's not that I think personally, like um, I know people have different beliefs, but I, I don't care so much about whether or not my ex and I had a soul agreement that he was going to partner with me and then 
he was going to die in this way and it was going to affect me in such a way so that I could do the work that I do now, like maybe, but what I care about and I think is more important when we're in it is like the meaning we're going to choose to make from experiences and who we're going to choose to become in the aftermath and how we're going to choose to allow it to shape us. And so that's really where journey mapping came from. Wow. <clears throat> you know, thank you um, for sharing that insight uh, from the part of your story. You know, so many of us, we, we want to grow, we want to be able to expand and um, very often we don't realize how big our yes is. Mm -hmm. And um, because the bigger the yes, the more undone you will become. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and, 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 you know, I've been there on being too big on my yes and having to, you know, swallow everything that has come forward. And uh, I appreciate you being able to explain that part of the story, you know, because it's so pivotal to be able to map out our pro experiences and our, our con experiences, yeah. you know, uh, and without that, we won't be able to have, you know, a steady reflection when we're sharing that information with others and that's where you know people can get lost in that in that and like what is that purpose you know of having to go through a journey why do I want to go through the journey because some people think that it's a big choice you know some people think that oh no I didn't ask for that though so that's not a part of my journey and they won't dive into those experiences yeah Definitely. It's tough. Go ahead. So when you put it in this context um, where someone was referred you to, you know, getting back into you writing, I like how, you know, you know, we need people in our life. That's the purpose. Like if we're, if, if, if anyone's listening to this, you know, and I feel like that's what's coming out um, at the very beginning is your purpose is to be able to be that person that suggests, even if it's the most littlest thing, you know, did the person that suggested that book to you think that they were going to be able to, you know, completely help you shift everything that had came undone, you know, or making the, the way to do all of that. That's the purpose of what, everything that we do every single day. So I think that's why the story is like, you know, triggering me so much to say, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I am saying, because um, all it takes is for us to be able to anchor into something that feels right for us and we'll be able to start catching back you know, our storyline and getting out of those loops. And that's, you know, a lot of the reason why I'm here creating the, these kind of pod, 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 ah, podcast platforms that, you know, helps people to feel comfortable with sharing this story. So that's my long answer to know your answer wasn't that long. <laughs> <It> was <laughs> 
Well, and I love what you said, because when I think about purpose, again, to me, what it means is to be the person that we're here to do and to contribute in the way that only we can. And I speak a lot about living our fullest expression, which is being the most you that you can be and continually expanding into who you're here to be as life shapes you. And even just existing as our fullest expression is a gift and a contribution. So like you said, like this person that met me at a certain point in my journey that recommended a book that completely altered the trajectory of my experience and my healing and my growth and my work. Like that was a person that was living in alignment in that moment and was sharing what they knew that they could share. And so I feel like we think about purpose and we think that it's this big grand thing where we have to change the world and, you know, save the masses and cure cancer and all of that is amazing and important and and needed but so is you just being you in each and every moment. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, um, it's really pivotal and being able to, um, you know, I really don't want to, but I do, I want to, like, I like the representation that, you know, you're embodying right now with, you know, still identifying with the part of, of, of your business that, you know, you stepped into and adding on, to what you've added on since you've stepped into that and a lot of a lot of individuals that may be listening to this you know have probably let things go because they were like oh well I can't be that version of myself anymore because I've advanced to this part of me and I don't know how to blend that Mm -hmm. and and so what do you feel like has been the most like successful part of like gluing together your arts like bringing all my passions and purposes together yes you know i think it's such an interesting question because there are some people who are born into this life and they're very clear on their purpose and they just go out and they live it and that is fantastic but that is not (laughs) the case for most of us (laughs) Um, and what I believe to be about true about purpose is there are two parts. There is our purpose, which is who we're here to be. And so that's hard coded into us. Like you, you came into this world, a seed of the person that you're here to be. And that is always true. Mm -hmm. And the, what happens with that seed is that it gets shaped as we move through life, as we have experiences, as other people and things happen and bump into us and leave their marks as they go. And there's also the times that we live in that both of those things influence our purpose expression. And so there's the core seed of who we're here to be in this life, which is just, it's always there. And a mentor of mine uses this example of if you were to plant seeds for corn and you were to water them and tend to them, like no matter what the conditions, they wouldn't grow into tomatoes. They would grow into corn or they would grow into nothing at all. And so I feel that the, the seed of our purpose is very similar. Like it's, it's there, it's inherent to who we are. We are wired to be the person we are here to be. And what I think is confusing for people is not understanding that purpose expression is different. So the way that my purpose has expressed itself through my work, through the way that I live my life, has shifted based on the things that I've been through. So before my loss, this is a perfect example, I was doing similar work. I was helping people find their passions. I was doing website design. I was running programs on how to like get unstuck and figure out who you are and build a business around your passion. 
And so it's easy to argue that my work hasn't changed very much, but it has changed tremendously because of how life shaped me, because of how loss and grief and trauma and all of the drama that followed that shaped me as a person and shaped the way that my purpose now chooses to express itself. And it's also influenced by the times that we live in. Like I speak a lot to systems work because of my experiences and the experiences that we've seen with the systems at play in the world. And so that's shaped directly by the times. Um, and all of that to say that in order for us to continue living our fullest expression and to bring everything together, we have to be open and surrendered to allowing things to shift and unfold naturally because your purpose expression right now can be one thing like mine was before loss. And then you go through these experiences that shape you even more deeply and you have to reorient to yourself and your life and your work and your relationships and get to know yourself in a new way. And in doing that, the way that our purpose wants to express changes. And so now I still speak to similar things, but I speak to them with much more depth and a richness that wasn't there before. Like I used to talk about things in a way that absolutely did not resonate with me when I was deep in my grief. Like I wrote a tips book, an awesome life tips book, which was like 365 tips for living a life you love. And all of that was powerful, meaningful content that did nothing for me when I was in my grief because I hadn't experienced grief or trauma in that way before. And so the way that I speak to these topics is so much different. The way that I understand mm -hmm. purpose is so much different. And so for me, it's just this openness and detachment. Like I'm, I'm so attached to my work and my life, of course. Like I, I have goals, I have visions, I, I know who I am right now, but something could happen tomorrow. Something could shift in the world around us in the coming weeks and months that shifts that and changes aspects of me and things that I'm drawn to or how my purpose wants to express itself. And so there has to be this open surrender of allowing things to unfold and being willing to let go of the things that no longer fit and to evolve the things that need to be evolved and to bring in the new pieces as they come, which is this like constant reorienting. Oh, yes. Yes. Yeah. I, I love how you ended that with the constant reorienting. Constant. <laughs> and that is the natural part, you know, um, being able to uh, naturally atone for, you know, your expression um, is so key. And uh, I like how you said like purpose expression, like that's different. It's like, it hit me in a different way of mm -hmm. being able to see like the difference. Like I've always told people there's different levels you know, of expression. There's different levels of being. And I've learned that without really having character and depth to what you're saying, it will never hit as deep as you want it to. And so when we don't dig deep, we we don't really get the gold. Mm -hmm. And uh, one of the things I wanted to touch base on that you were mentioning um, about, you know, b that, you know, needing to be open to shift and unfolding naturally. And, and I feel like, you know, where a lot of people in our, their journeys have gotten, uh, held up at is that misconception of the, oh, look natural. Mm. 
uh, I guess, condition. And the whole look natural is, it, it really can't be like uh, pictured for, to look like any standard way. Like looking natural is like, you should make sure that you're paying attention to what's happening so that you can process this naturally. Um, you know, show up on time to things, make sure you're clear about why you're going to show up somewhere, what people are most likely going to expose you to. And you can look as natural as you need to because you knew what to expect this day. And so when we're being given advice, sometimes people think that it's like just in that moment and like using just the body's facial expression as a way to look natural. And, you know, we're really coming from this place that we want our people, you know, the communities around us to really step already into the situation with a natural care for who you are. And, and that's where that work comes in. That's, that's why really uh, paying attention to the things that scorn us, where, where is it taking us or, or even things that uh, make us happier because good things change us drastically just as much as, um, you know, the sadder experiences. Absolutely. So I have another question that was coming up for me and I'm happy it stayed in my mind. Um, Funny question, but it's a good question. Do you yourself have more than one roadmap that you utilize? I would say yes, you know, because in my work, I teach these different processes and they're very much processes that I have personally lived and they are, they are created from the journeys that I've walked in. And I think it's really important in any work that anyone does with any other person that it be process oriented in the sense that it helps you like if you hire a coach or you even work with a website designer or whatever it is like the person working with you is process oriented meaning they facilitate a process that allows like more of your truest self and alignment to come forward so everything I've created is very process oriented in the sense that it's based off of my journey and what I've been through but it is set up in such a way that anyone can navigate through it And it's not like a blueprint, like you take these steps and you do these things because that's what I did. And so like the journey mapping process is something that I live, I lived very much as a, a roadmap for me to heal when I was going through, you know, getting over the grief and the trauma and and coming back from that and rebuilding my life from the ashes (laughs) that it had become. And I also have a process that is around making the impossible happen. And that's a very specific process that I live into. So I used to say lean into, like lean into the work, lean into the processes, Mm. you know, and that's more like you're dipping a toe and you're kind of doing the things as it feels like you can do them. But I try to live into the processes, meaning that I live and embody them fully. And so I have these processes that I teach that are what I would consider to answer your question, like my roadmaps. And I utilize them at different points. And the way that I utilize them is different between different goals. So for example, I was just telling you before we recorded that I have a dream of off-grid living. 
and part of my process of moving towards that is to change the way that I live my life. And so I bought a camper and I, I lived the process of making impossible things happen in order to make that happen quickly. And I lived it in a very different way than I'm living it around evolving my business. Like I'm about to up-level my business in a way that I hope and I hold the vision for innovates the industry and allows people to really engage in this work in a different way, in a way that is easier. Because like you said, this work is really challenging and, and most people won't do it because of that. And the way that I'm living these processes towards that vision and goal and next step in my life and my work is different because who I need to be is different between the two. Like who we need to be when we're healing is a different person than who we need to be when we're creating the million dollar company or innovating our industry versus who we need to be to move to homesteading <laughs> off-grid living. And so I would say, yes, like the, the core framework of the roadmaps that I use for myself in my life and my growth and my healing are very concrete in terms of how they work and what needs to happen, but they look so different when I live them out, if that makes sense. Oh yeah, for sure. I definitely uh, uh, can attest to that, that I, I have a similar process that I help individuals go through and um, it, it metamorphosized into its own thing. Uh, it's still the process that it is. Um, it's called the onboarding process to remembrance. Mm. And um, it metamorphosis. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I, I love it because, you know, this is what I'm here for. <laughs> so, yeah. And, um, and <clears throat> being able to be fluid and allow things to consistently keep changing. Right, Steph? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I had to listen to what, you know, the participants were telling me and um, it turned into a safe space and I said well then we need to turn this into a certification which that's what we're working on um uh ramping it up to be the certification that it deserves to be and uh seeing how this generic process right this generic journey I put people on will help anyone on any spectrum of the board so that I you know I hope that pure purpose to come out and you know because I love pure purpose it's easy for me to hear that you know and so being able to see how much people uh, are able to really you know click into that mapping of like, oh, I just got to be, you know, do X, Y, and Z. I have to bring form into what I am doing. Uh, it gets me really excited to know that, that it could be like just given to so many different people. It doesn't really matter the background that you have. As long as you can comprehend what I'm spitting, you should be able to uh, have something shift in your life. So how do you like, how, do, how are you liking the results, you know, of the feedback that, that you're getting back? 
It's good. You know, I have been doing this work for a long time in different forms. And my favorite part has been really sharing, like now that, you know, talk about life shaping us and <laughs> our purpose expression, the work that I do now is is so similar, but so very different in terms of how I help people live their purpose. And I think the thing that has been most fulfilling for me and the, the feedback that I get and have experienced myself, like my own feedback from living the processes, but also the feedback I get from other people is how simple these processes actually are. And And not simple in the sense that they're easy to do because the work is not easy and I never sugarcoat that. But when we start to shift our paradigm around how we experience and engage with life, which is what these processes are about, like both the journey mapping and the make the impossible happen, like they are very much paradigm shifters because they have to be in order to, to really live this work, you have to shift your way of being in the world. And Mm -hmm. the ways that I've learned to teach this stuff is I have learned to make it very simple and very clear. Like I, I always say, One of my taglines is that the secret to making impossible things happen isn't a secret. It's a process. Like it's, it's a process that you can comprehend that's tangible, that you can, you can live, you can put into practice. It's not this like big woo woo, you know, we love to use that term for things we don't understand, like magical thinking and, and you have to be one of the lucky ones. And it's, it's none of that. Like it's, it's literally just a process that you can learn and you can implement and, Mm -hmm even with our healing and the experiences that we go through, like when we start leaning into our purpose and we start going after the big things that we want, like even me going after, I want to live off grid. I want to buy a camper. I want to live in a camper. We hit the terror barrier, which is all of our subconscious programming, like coming up to try and stop us. Like there's all these things that happen. I love that that word. Yeah, and, and a, a mentor taught that to me, and they learned it from their mentor. But the terror barrier—it's like all of a sudden, all crap hits the fan. All your stuff comes up. Life is in chaos. You're like anything that can go wrong will go wrong. Anything that you can fixate on and get stressed out about, you will. Like any emotions mm-hmm. that will stop you will happen. You'll hurt yourself. The car will break down. Like the mm-hmm. unexpected bill will come, and it's literally like nothing is wrong. We internalize it as the universe is telling us this isn't the right path for me, or I'm not capable of doing it. But literally all that's happening is your subconscious is responding to a change and it doesn't like change. Mm -hmm. And so what's important to me with this work and why I love sharing it, you know, because now you're going to use the term terror barrier and you're going to teach other people and they're going to share it with their friends. And it's like this ripple of understanding that it's all a process. And when you understand the mechanisms at play and how the process unfolds and what to expect, and you're able to, move through it without internalizing things and telling stories about it and giving up because it's hard. It's like, it just, the whole world opens up to you and (laughs) and you are able to like navigate things you were never able to navigate before. And so I take a lot of uh, pride and fulfillment and joy and finally learning how to explain this stuff in such a way that people who have been stuck for years can just go, Oh, (laughs) I get it now. And now I can go and do it. Yes. Yes big like uh immense facts and um just to piggyback off of what you said about it's simple right uh mm-hmm. one of my clients said okay, she was like okay I'm gonna go a little deep with it it's simple as long as you keep accepting mm, yeah if you're not in the accepting button it's not gonna be simple <laughs> 
Yeah, because if you're not accepting, then you're in your, you're likely in a story, like you're likely triggered, you're spun out, you're telling a story that something's wrong with you, other people or the world, something mm -hmm. is not as it should be. And you go into your core wounding and you go into your trauma responses and you go into your subconscious strategies to like stay safe and secure. And you're not just looking at like all that happened is what happened. You're accepting, okay, this happened. And you're not able to tap back into your desire and keep moving forward. And it's like, just even understanding that gives you so much leverage. Yes. Yes. <clears throat> and then the other thing <clears throat> that I wanted to mention was um, I typically use the word resistance a lot, but I, I knew when I say it that I'm looking for another word to utilize it for instead, because there's different levels of resistance. And mm -hmm. so like that terror barrier would be like that, okay, you're at the end of the roadmap resistance. And this is where you have to, uh, I tell people to, to be really um, visual, like you're in the jungle, you need your machete now, you need to start cutting some things down. You have no idea what, how long that's going to take you. But exactly. if you really want to go that way. <laughs> and being like you're in the jungle because the jungle is on the way to where you want to be like the jungle isn't some sign from the universe that you're not capable or that you should turn around and just because it's hard and you're breaking a sweat and you lost your machete and there's like crazy big spiders everywhere doesn't mean that you should turn back it just means that these are things you have to navigate to get to where you want to go and they're meant to shape you and they're meant to up level your subconscious programming and people don't understand that and so they revert and then they stay where they are and it's like the, the jungle isn't the problem like the jungle right. is supposed to be there you have to go through the jungle there is no way around the jungle <laughs> right right I mean it was even in the bible like <laughs> <laughs> those people stood 40 years outside of the dang forest and they were I don't know if I want to go in there what you mean they told you to go straight through like <laughs> It's the fastest route right there. And the fact that you are scared and that you're triggered. And oh, it was too good of a conversation because I said something about the Bible. <laughs> Come back. It was so good. Hello, hello. Okay. Yay. Okay. What happened was I got a phone call and it muted me. I was going on a tangent that was good. <laughs> I'm sure it was. You see, now that's the opposing resistance. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and when I was, all I was saying was like, just because it's hard and you're emotional or you're triggered being in the jungle, like doesn't make it wrong. And I think it's such a gift when these things come up, like we don't like to be uncomfortable. We don't like to be scared and we don't like to be triggered. But it's such a gift because when those things reveal themselves, it's something that you can work on and you can clear and you can be free of. And then moving through the jungle becomes even more easeful. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Like, and, and, and that's why uh, individuals such as ourselves are like, I'll just go off grid. Just put me in it and, and I'm going to figure it out. <laughs> yeah. And you build up the muscle. Like, I wouldn't say that it becomes easier. Like every time you go for more, every time you do the work to heal or you step outside of your known and familiar, like you're going to hit the terror barrier to some degree. And sometimes it's less intense and other times it's like chaotic and, and miserable. Mm -hmm. But 
the more that you do it and the more that you understand that it's normal and there's nothing wrong, nothing like nothing is not as it should be like this is just part of the process like you 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 get better at moving through it and not succumbing to the stories and the spin outs and but again I will say like every time I move towards something new and big in my life something new and different outside the known and familiar like more layers of stuff come up mm-hmm. but it's more that you get to heal and clear and then you move through the terror barrier more quickly yeah yeah it's it, once you release, when you understand you are not the resistance <laughs> and you just allow and allow, yep. it, you know, it, it just, it helps the journey to go much more further. We exhaust less resources and, and we can, you know, we can actually um, take in more of the experience because instead of us being in the trail of drama, we're in the trail of our of our journey. And we're getting to see like, you know, that random bird over there, or why do those acorns look like that? I thought acorns only were mm-hmm. circular. Why are they long and stringy? I'm confused, you know? <laughs> yeah. And 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 then that could spark a conversation with, you know, the people that you're with and, and you learn something. Um, you know about a problem that that no one you didn't think no one could give you insight on and it was that random conversation that you allowed yourself to be in that got you the results um, that push you further and and oftentimes and they'll you'll see it throughout so many scientific um, experiments especially with meditation and channeling that the scientists would experience uh, channeled messages and then they'd go and try to repeat the, the exercise again and they'd get nothing. And when they would give up trying was when they would get something. Yeah. And so there's, there's a, something very pivotal Um, within our cognitive abilities that we really want to understand and that's not going to happen without mapping out what is internally happening for us and and all of our roadmaps look so different um, but often sometimes very similar and that's where a lot of us get confused in our journey so how do you Steph help your roadmap to look as unique as you can Well, I think it's really important to know yourself. And that is why I say process oriented work is so important. Like if it's process oriented, it means that the person helping you or the the program helping you or the book or whatever it is, is set up in such a way that it's helping you facilitate your own process of understanding and becoming and healing. And you can't do that if you don't know yourself. And everything that I do in my work starts with that. Like it starts with tapping into your intuition and your ability to discern what's right and wrong for you, especially in these journeys of rising up and coming back. Like you could be, and even like you said, in the the positive expansive experiences, like there's this reorienting process to ourselves, to other people, to the world, to our work. And when we go through a reorienting, when we go through growth or healing, like it's very triggering and unsettling to the people around us because we are actively changing. And all humans are resistant 
to change and our subconscious mm -hmm. is wired to keep us in the known and familiar even if it's painful and so as you start to heal and grow and reorient or step into the bigger the better the more aligned and become more of your fullest expression and live your purpose like people around you will push back some of them will do it from love some of them will do it out of fear some of them will do it because they just think that they know better i mean i have incredible people in my sphere people who are wise experienced, like know more and have more experience than anyone I've ever met. And they get it wrong because they're, they're always coming to us and our situation from their own lens, their own context, their own experiences, their own internal worldview and all of this stuff. And so if you aren't anchored in who you are and anchored in who you are, even as you are becoming someone new and you're becoming unfamiliar to yourself and you're stepping into the next iteration. Like if you do not have some kind of deep, really rooted tether into yourself and your soul and your spirit as that's happening and you aren't able to listen and hear your intuition and discern what is right and wrong for you, like it's really hard to navigate any kind of journey using any kind of roadmap. And so I always say like the, the only way that these things can work is if you know yourself and that is a whole process in and of itself to really get to know yourself and your truth and to be able to discern something that's right for you or wrong for you in the face of every single person and society and your industry or whatever telling you that you're wrong and some of the best decisions that i made on my healing journey and in my growth journey have been things that make absolutely no sense strategically that literally nobody agreed with and actually got upset about or pushed back on and like <laughs> it's very isolating it's very isolating mm -hmm. to be like I'm going to do this thing that I know is right and literally everyone is telling me I'm an idiot and that I'm going to like burn the entire industry to the ground and be rejected and abandoned and like unlovable and and stupid like you know and mm -hmm. but you have to be anchored in yourself to weather through it anyways and to know when it's time to do that or to be able to discern okay this is a really smart person with really incredible advice who has tons of experience in this area. And yet my body is saying, nope, this is not true for me. So it all starts with really that relationship to self. Yeah. For facts. And, and for those that are listening, when your body's telling you that you're right, listen to it. Yes. Accept it. Don't tell yourself, <laughs> Oh no, I shouldn't feel this way because the crowd's not agreeing. no, your journey is to hear yourself yeah and and go where you feel led to you know to to be a part of and if if that uh intuitive indicator is damaged in any way you don't feel um don't feel like you can't look for your success through support of others. Absolutely. And people who can help you tap back into yourself, that's that's such an incredible gift. And you know, uh, and and for for myself, you know, uh being a rule breaker, I'm an advocate rule breaker, okay? <laughs> <laughs> I just, you know, I'm always looking to, you know, redefine that part. Uh I'm at a place where I have I have enough space, and I think I should say that more. Um, I have enough space to also pay attention to while I'm doing these radical things with people that 
are giving me radical responses, I feel. <laughs> yeah. I have to remember that I'm doing it for them to have the opportunity as well to experience it because I'm giving them an experience regardless of how they're responding to it. They've still taken the experience and being able to remind myself of that present that gets to be given. Uh, it's very important. And so I'm learning to keep creating more space for that because, you know, doing this work and, and uh, moving through so much energy, oftentimes it could get um, a little bit tasking to where you're like, oh my gosh, how long am I going to do this for? And so, you know, sometimes it's just best for us to always remember that appreciation, even within ourselves, um, is often missed. And we also want to always, always remind ourselves appreciation that is, is so necessary. And I feel like we kind of like just build into like empowering each other for the tips, um, <laughs> <laughs> which is totally great because I, I really love how the way that this, you know, conversation was able to unfold being that, you know, you and I are both working in that realm of, you know, helping individuals solidify um, some concrete framework for themselves, you know, so they can really see, uh, you know, if they're being authentic and they can accept it, like, yep, this is what your authenticity looks like. And this is how you can bring it forward this way. Um, so I would love for you to, if, if there was anything else that you wanted to share, like specifically for the audience to learn more about how you engage with the journey mapping, like feel free to share that and then you know let everybody know if they how to find you for anything else yeah you can find me at stephaniezamora.com and i spell my name special s-t-e-p-h-e-n-i-e-z-a-m-o-r-a and i will say if you go to stephaniezamora.com slash make it happen all one word the make it happen i have a free workbook which introduces you to the make the impossible happen framework and one of the last things i would just add to what we were just saying is that listening to your intuition and trusting yourself doesn't mean that things will always be seamless and easy. And I think, again, that's the important part of normalizing the process is that sometimes our intuition leads us into experiences that are challenging and difficult. And we think that if we trust our intuition, then everything will just magically fall into place. And that happens sometimes. And a lot of times things can get hard and there can be struggle and there can be challenges, but your intuition, that doesn't mean that you got it wrong or it's it's not working right it just means that sometimes part of the process of becoming who we are and healing and growing and and trusting ourselves and our intuition and building the life that we're here to live we need to go through certain experiences and challenges and we have to trust ourselves enough and our intuition enough to navigate those as they come up versus like throwing in the towel and going back that's right and if you if you don't know what we're talking about maybe you should play a video game because you know, video games show you, you can't just, you can't just stop in the middle of the video yeah, game. You can only go, especially those ones that just keep moving the screen forward. <laughs> yeah, you know, now there is a timer and, and you could time out, but we don't want to have that conversation <laughs> here today. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> so keep playing your game and get on your map. Uh, it's... <laughs> We're, we're here to help. We're here to make it light because at the end of the day, a lot of this stuff, you know, it's, it's not that easy. And, and sometimes we're going to, 
work on stuff that we're gonna drudge up that you know we thought we we laid to to rest but it still triggers us emotionally and we have to deal with that and and that's often the hardest part about uh the work is when you have to redo something that you thought you finished so uh always keep care to finding ways to appreciate yourself and um and look for support man like there's no reason why we should be out there doing this stuff alone some stuff yes but the 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 whole duration of it i mean that's ludicrous you know we're not here (laughs) to do it alone um and so like my last words are you know, for, for those of you that are looking to learn more about what other conscious people are doing, I do do more content on my YouTube. I got more stuff that are going to be coming in on the channel over the next coming weeks. You can find my YouTube channel is Elite Motivation 411. That's where we have a lot of conscious talk, a lot of different content for the conscious minded looking to live in their new best life. And if you're looking to get any of my other services, anything one-on-one to learn more about the safe space program that I was speaking about, it is a 99-day commitment along with some community support. I help to heal the journey of what you're going through. Um, Please check out in the description below a link to schedule with me. And we got Stephanie here too. So check her stuff out too. We're over here remapping our lives to fit our own expectations don't feel like no one can help you you've got options much love and lights this is mahatma starseed tuning out thank you stephanie and the audience